Okay, last call. Order now before I turn on the lights and you really see what's going on with yourself. <laughs> What's up, folks? How y'all doing? Hi. What's, what's bracking? 2017. Really? That's what we're doing. Okay. 2017 ship. I see what you on, Dave. Um, how y'all doing, folks? Up in this bitch. <clears throat> right. Let me um. Don't yeah. Don't don't invite that. We don't need those problems. Um, how y'all doing? My name is Karen. I'm Fab. And I'm Dave. And you listen to the Last Call podcast. Um, 2017 is here. Um, we've been off for a little bit of a hiatus, couple uh, couple weeks. Um. Before we get into you know what we've been doing, we have a uh, special guest in the building. Go ahead, bro. Introduce yourself. Oh, um, <clears throat> they call me Low Key. Uh, okay. Real name is Nile Ivy. From the state of New Jersey, host of Henny Palooza, Beast One Radio, Trap Karaoke, and uh, whatever else 2017 puts in front of my hey, yes, blessings. Blessings. Yeah. blessings. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty Thanks good. for being here. I appreciate the invite. So uh, Harlem is very far track from Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ended up on the fucking other side of oh man over there and okay. shit. So I had to oh, walk through the park. Did you take there. the one? Yeah, I took the one. Mm-hmm. So I had to walk through the park. Didn't know what the fuck was going to go. <laughs> so you thought you so was, yeah, was set up? You was one of them dudes walking in the park. Yeah, this might be late it. at night. Yeah, yeah, okay, this might be it. So, gotcha. You know, I guess I well, got lucky. So. You made it. Yeah, you made yeah, it. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> the purge doesn't start till like ten o'clock. Yeah, right? don't worry about that. <laughs> I'm good money. I'm good money. Hey. Don't worry about that. Oh man. Um, yeah, so we appreciate you for joining us, Lo. Um, we're going to get into a, a range of topics and conversations um, over drinks. Uh, Lo's not drinking with us um, for, for reasons that I de- I understand 100%. Yeah. Um, I try to be on the same wave, but. <laughs> it's tempting. I'm not going to lie to you. It's tempting. Um, it's cold as shit outside. So right. I would need some warm beverages, but dry January. <laughs> Told the world I was gonna do it. Told my parents I was gonna do it. So I gotta stick to my word. That's, That's good. Tea. You yeah. can get some tea. What's that? What's that mean? <laughs> like like it's act- a hot like actual substance. tea. Oh, is there any tea here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I like, it's like what's tea? I didn't know. Like that was like some saying that y'all yeah. had. So like, well, you, you know, <laughs> when you heat water up on like, the stove, I don't understand. Oh, okay, cool. I was like, I don't get it. Like, is that a liquid? What is tea? Was drinking? Those all these new sayings yeah. on social media. I thought oh, I was, you mean like you have some of this tea? Oh no, this ain't this ain't Twitter, bro. You good in here? Some real ass tea. Get this man some real tea. I want some real tea. I can do some real tea. I got some dope herbs in there. Tight. <laughs> Should have told me that before. I had a lot of dope. Actually, he has a, a really nice selection. The last time yeah. I was like sick in here. He okay. Like, oh. right, yeah. Tea's my thing anyway. Right, we gonna, we okay. gonna work on that hot toddy. Hold the hold the alcohol on it. Um, I appreciate oh, we that. We should yeah. do that next week. Hey, nice. I like that. Fab, you on your toes, right? Um, yeah. So 2017 is here. Um, we're, we're still we're still here. The world didn't end yet. <laughs> I mean, are you not? I know, but it was just like, was I not supposed to be? I don't know. I mean, the, the Armageddon was on deck. Yeah, Dave's looking at his hands like, yes, Lord. Am I here? <laughs> Am I? Oh, God. Is this all um, a dream? Inception? Yeah, no, the world didn't end yet. Um, so that's good for now. Um, what what the fuck have y'all been up to? I, I've, Dave said, yo, what's up, bro? I haven't seen you in a little bit. I said, been about a week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a while. Niggas yeah. tried to end my life after New Year started. That's, that is not true. When? Don't include me in that debauchery. When? What happened, Dave? 
Nothing. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Fuck around with Jules, man. I feel like every time, like, Jules is just such a uh, a silent figure that's always on the show. I told that's, you. That's never on the show. Mm. But he's probably the dude who's our bad influence out of everybody. Because when he comes on the show, he tries to stunt with the with the like light skin voice. Oh yeah, and stuff. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's why we can't have him on. Yeah, so he's banned from the show. Right. Hey y'all, ladies, check me out. I was mm. on the Last Call podcast last week. Um, <laughs> but now, nah, I mean, I low key, I, oh, low key. Sorry. God damn it! Now I'm conscious. Uh, nah, but I was real quiet and laid back for the most. What'd part. What'd you do for New Year's? Uh, Mark and L. They had like a little th- well, Elle and her roommate had a um a good thing at her house or whatever. Okay. Mark's family showed up, his moms and stuff, and then she's always a good time. Um <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna laugh, but I don't think anybody else is gonna laugh for like my immature self. I was like, oh, shit. She's I like a mother. She's always. young too. Does Mark she's know? Young that's even worse. She's young Joe. I won't know this straight. No, no, no. I'll be quiet. I'll be quiet. No, no, that's why you here. I'm just saying, like, that don't sound crazy to nobody else. It didn't sound crazy. I don't have a filter, but nah. Um, I mean, yeah. So it was like family and friends, man. And I, you know, met some cool, dope people. Um, shout out to the good people at Diageo and mm, nice. all of that, you mm. know. So um, yeah, happy. It was good. Cool. Was home by two. That's a respectable, respectable hour. Wow, that's respectable. Nice. When was the last time you were home before two on a Saturday? Damn, dog. You don't gotta put his whole. I'm list. just. <laughs> you know what? Last Saturday, I didn't even go out. Okay. I was home. See, that's the right this answer. This past Saturday, this past Saturday. Yeah, it was snowing. Even though, <laughs> shut up! God damn it! <laughs> even though I kind of got home at five o'clock last night. Right. So. Okay. Uh, after the game, what did y'all do? It was a school night. It was a friend's birthday, and then somehow we ended up. In Avenue, standing on couches. Ew. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm not, right. I'm not mad at it. I've been in Avenue in years. It was the land of broken hearts and dreams. Mm. <laughs> a lot of Bama fans in there. It's very sad in there. Okay, <laughs> a lot of Bama fans. Right. Ish. But yeah. Fab. Fab. What oh, you doing? um, for New Year's. Yeah. Uh, so I DJed this warehouse party in Brooklyn. Uh, which was cool. I was thinking it took me like two weeks to decide what song I wanted because I had the uh, ten to twelve thirty shift. So, so you had what, the ball drop song. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I was like thinking about like what song I wanted to drop. I was asking like Twitter universe, and when I got there, I asked like the host because it was like their people and the host of the event. They were like these young dudes from Philly. So I was like, oh, what songs do y'all want to drop? And uh, to be honest, here's my thing. Like, oh, okay. and like, I'm like respective of people's boundaries. Here comes a rant. But like, one, don't try and micromanage my set. But two, I'll I'll give you that respect. Like, if you know your people yeah. and you want to, like, oh, you should play this. Like, that's cool. But like, this dude was trying to oh bring in the new year with young ma, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not, not gonna. We're do, not, here we're not doing it. I'm we're just I'm just not gonna do it. And then his boy came and was like, nah, it's too early for that. Like, yeah. yeah. So we we settled on bad and bougie, and then I played all right because he was trying to go into a full like Migos set, set at twelve thirty, and I was like, my yeah. nigga, like this closes at four, so I'm not gonna shit on like the three do. other DJs that are after right. me and just play everything. Which Irresponsible is like, DJ fam. I, like I, I mean, I care. Some people don't. That's what I'm gonna say. Like I've known <laughs> some people step on anybody to get people, their songs on. Uh, mm-hmm. I know DJs that were playing like whole Bad and Bougie at like ten thirty. 
That's, that's, that's just disrespectful. <laughs> oh my Loki, that happened last night. Huh? I said they just want to get records off. Yeah, it's yeah. because they want to be, you know, the shiner. Yeah, There's yeah, ten yeah. people in the room, but you know, they still want to get those records. We're gonna get this pop. set the mood yeah. or set the tone or whatever they want to call. It. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Anyway, so I did that, and then something crazy happened that actually reminded me of like one of the first Henny Paloozas oh, because the I don't know something happened with the coat check. I think some like a rack fell because uh-huh. by the time I got to coat check and it was like two a.m. Like people were behind the coat check looking for their coats. Really? Yeah, like there were like ten people Just back like there going through shit. Yeah, like going through their coats. I had a ticket. There was a line, but then people were getting fed up, so they went behind the whole <laughs> booth and like everybody was just looking for their coats. And wasn't nobody controlling it? Like no, there was like a worker back there, but he, he was, was just like, like whatever. I don't know, bro. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Shit. It reminded me of Coat Wars, which is <laughs> a good time. <laughs> no, that was that was yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll go into that later. Good. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so I left at like two, and then like. I met up with friends and like somebody was like slumped in the car and mm. they wanted to get food so we ended up going back to the city and it was just like uh what time did you get home um 4 ish. 30 <laughs> ish yeah but i didn't do much after the party which was cool but yeah so you just stayed at the event for the most part yeah i stayed there till like two okay. left and then like played chase people gotcha yeah <laughs> Well, what did you do? Oh, um, I went to went to DC with uh, nice. my boy Cam. We went to a uh, park Friday night. That's still open. I thought they yeah. closed. Nah, that's still open. Okay. At one twelve. Um, Damn. I got uh, I got there late because I had to work. So um, I got there like at twelve thirty one o'clock, and they had like a bucket full of alcohol, like lit, mm. like fucking Henny, Delirion, Ciroc, Rosé, mm. all that shit. So I had to play catch up. So I killed myself the first night. Um, woke up Saturday, went to brunch. Um, then we went to dinner. Me, my homegirl, Cam, and this other girl we was down there with. She's on the radio. Her name is Sunny. Shout out to Sunny. Um, so we went to, she was hosting a party. So we went to that party. It was cool, nothing too crazy. Um, did the little rose, you know, New Year's Eve ball drop shit. And then we went to the stadium, um, the strip club, mm. and ended the night there um, and drank a whole bottle of Hennessy. You know, I did because right. Cam was fucked up. Gotcha. Sonny was done, and our homegirl Celeste just wasn't drinking anymore. So I decided to show face. <laughs> take, <her>. over. <laughs> yeah, take over. Since I was late gotcha. on Friday. Act accordingly. Yeah. That's a responsible Sunday, thing to do. Um, <laughs> Sunday, we went to a brunch, day brunch, um, turned into a day party. And then we went to Wale's uh, fifth um, anniversary. Um, oh, the and Friends? Yeah, show. Wale okay. and Friends. Yeah. Show, yeah. I don't That's remember dope. too much from that. I just remember. Okay. Singing Stevie Wonder's uh, "Ribbon in the Sky," nice, Ooh, nice, damn. nice. Ordering French fries and a baked potato from Wendy's, and a baked and, potato, yeah, and a baked potato. <laughs> uh, got in the room, didn't finish the French fries, but went to town on the baked potato. That's a <laughs> good choice. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's French fries um, are usually popular. Loaded? Yeah, loaded, 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 loaded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, just woke up, got on the train, came back to to New Jersey, and that was the start. Actually, no. Then after I came home, I went out. On a date, and that was my last night drinking. I was gonna say, I see how this whole dry yeah. January thing came yeah. about. We you went, met a woman and she changed your no, life. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no like I have, I have made it. We had made a conscious decision to, to do it. So I was like, all right, well, fuck it. Like that. Like I got home that day, dropped my bags off, came back to the city, mm-hmm. and then me and her went to this bar uptown, or like. And on 81st, uh, Jake's Dilemma. Jake, yeah, Jake's Dilemma. Oh, yeah. good choice. Good choice. Yeah. We went to Jake's Dilemma. Huh. Mm-hmm. A couple um, nights there. A couple nights there. And I ended up just blacking, not blacking out, but like we ended up having a night. And then that morning, that's when I was like, all right, 
we're done. Well, I'm done. Till February. Yeah, till February. Good so luck. Okay. That was my new year. Good luck. I and a half. Was DC closing early? Yeah, DC um DC closed the first night we were there, it closed at like two thirty. Cause I got there at I got to the club at one and mm. Shorty was like, You got an hour to finish this bottle. Damn. So they closed at two thirty. <laughs> That's aggressive. <laughs> there's a picture, I'll show it to you guys. Like there's a picture of me like literally just chugging the bottle. Jesus. Um mm. and then the second night, New Year's was, I think they extended a little bit mm-hmm. further past like their regular hours. I know stadium was open to like four o'clock. Yeah. We were in there like all night. Um and then the day party was just like, you know, day party and then we went to the concert and that was it. Dope. So, yeah. Dope. That was my Kenneth. <laughs> 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 so, uh, so backtracking a, a couple of days before New Year's, one of my good friends who I grew up. So his grandfather lived next door to me. Mm-hmm. I lived in the same house, you know, up in, in Westchester for a long time. He he would come down and visit his grandfather uh, during the summer and stay the whole entire summer. Right, it's my man's. Um, his grandfather had moved away, and I hadn't I haven't seen this guy in like seven, 15, 17 years. So it's been a while. Oh, wow. Right? His sister lives in Brooklyn. So he hit me up. Um, and like, we, we keep in contact, but I literally just, we haven't like been face to face in mm-hmm. like, damn near, or maybe closer to 18, 19 years, whatever. So he had tickets to the Nets Warriors game and just hit me up. He was like, are you doing anything? It's like 640. And I'm like, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, what's up? He's like, yo, I got tickets to the to the Nets game. I'm like, all right. I'm thinking like it's tomorrow mm-hmm. because you know the games usually start at seven o'clock. He was like, no, the game starts in like 15 minutes, <laughs> and I'm in Queens, and I was just down in Brooklyn, Ugh. and I came, I came, I'm like, fuck, I'm like, but you know what? Warriors playing. I mean, the Nets is whatever. Sure, let's <laughs> let's go, let's go, so, let's go see him play. No, um, so he played basketball. He played basketball for um. He was a state champion in New York. He went to Rice. So he's a basketball oh. coach. So he coaches somebody. Wait a well, Who's your friend? Uh, Jason McCree. All right. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> um, so he coaches. He coached somebody when he lived out in L.A. that plays for the Nets now. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's in town. Of course, the dude from the Nets, he just got signed for like a – he got signed for the years. Um, shout out to Spencer. He, he held it down. Um, so – He's like, Spencer's not doing nothing for New Year's. He's like, I'm not doing nothing for New Year's. My sister's not doing nothing for New Year's. Like, what are you doing? And I already had set plans um, to get, like, a booth down at... Um, so there's a, a spot underneath the 59th Street Bridge in Long Island City, right? Mm-hmm. It's called um, Penthouse 808. Um, I brought Dave there for my birthday a couple years ago. I've been there before. Insane. Like, the, just the view is, is gorgeous. And it's, like, it's very easy to get there from Manhattan, Mm-hmm. Because it's like it, it's closer to people who live in Harlem mm-hmm. than it is to me, and I live in Queens because it's literally right over the 59th Street Bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were there. So he told me to make plans. So I made plans. <clears throat> I had plans from maybe two booths, like six, eight. So damn near like fifteen <laughs> bottles. Doing math. Yeah, because no, because it was it, it was yeah whatever. They had your you got as many bottles of of Moet as you did like premium bottles. Yeah. So. It was a lot of bottles. So Spencer gets a call last minute that he has to go to Tau, or not Tau, Vandal, because the team was going at Vandal. So he's brand new to the city. He was like, yo, I kind of have to, like, go. yeah, he kind of has to go with the team. So I'm like, I get it. 
I still have the space. Luckily, I still had maybe about 10, 8, eight 10 people with me. Yeah. So we ended up just dominating that whole entire section. And they, they let us rock. I cut the bottle price in, uh, cut the bottle package in half because I didn't need all those bottles because half the people that were supposed to go didn't come. So, but they still let me have the big old space. Um, so we had, we were just, we were just partying out there the whole entire night. Nice. Um, it was crazy. Um, funny story. So I'm walking through. So Penthouse 808 is a club, but it like, it's also part of the Ravel Hotel. So they have a corridor going from the elevator to the club. So I'm walking down the corridor, and I see security guards just, like, looking out the window, just, like, posted up by the window. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all looking at, right? So I, I like, go, of course, me being a, the, the conscious, you know, curious dude that I am. I'm like, what the fuck are these dudes looking at? It's literally these two gorgeous women having the biggest, like, sex scene ever yes. and it's right that like the windows are wide open right. oh, oh in someone's in home the hotel. In, in, oh, in the hotel wow. yeah wide open flipping each other over it's like i was I, the security guards were there for a lot longer than i was i was there for Wait, like five minutes tell me about this yeah it was great <laughs> these are important details oh bro it was <laughs> it was right there he wasn't there you posted it. I did, yeah. I oh, you that. did. I did that was those were oh, women. Those are two women, yeah, and they were Wait. pretty bad. <laughs> it was on his Snapchat. It was on my Snapchat. I remember yeah. going through Snapchat and I was like, "What the hell am I?" Yeah, yeah. I think I still got that same. So I'm yeah, sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> the long version, I'm sure. That's in moments. <laughs> I gotta see that. Shit. I'm very into that. <laughs> <laughs> Show us or you're lying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So that was my night. I was home before like four o'clock. It was a good time. Um, and then the next day, I was sworn to like stay inside my house. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. And Jules, he he was in town from Cali. Who, yeah, who fab detest. Oh, I see you guys then. Right. So, oh yeah, that's right. So that's when we bumped into at um the. Bumped, yeah. Whole DJ. I mean, I can't. He happens to bump into you. <laughs> so I came super late. Everybody else was there for brunch. I, like, I missed brunch. I missed all the mimosas, bombless. I was only there for like an hour. Uh, um, oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You came and the game was already like done. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that was cool. And I was, I was really kind of like trying to rush to get there, running behind to get to see Fab DJ or whatever. Fucking, I'm like, yo, I'm going to miss it. Showed up. It was like, okay, I got like an hour and 15 left of her set. Like, how long did you go on afterwards? That was so, the other thing. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> they let you rock. Basically, like, yes. Madison Square Tavern, like, I think forgot that they booked the party <laughs> because I wasn't there early. I was supposed to play from like three to five. And I guess the organizers, Charles and them, they got there and nothing was set up. Right. Like the kitchen wasn't ready. Like it was still nasty from New Year's oh, Eve. So they couldn't okay. open the doors until two. That makes sense. So yeah. So then the opening DJ went on and he was like really adamant about having his two hours. So he played from two to five <laughs> and then I played from five to seven and then blah, blah, blah. They let but then I actually home. went back on after you guys left. So that's what I'm saying. That's another reason why I wasn't going to go yeah. because on the flyer it said it was only going to like 7 or 8. No. Nah, we were in that like bitch that. to like 10, 10. 11. <laughs> 10, <Lil>. <laughs> <laughs> We was in that joint for a while. Yeah. Also because like I was the only one that uh, had the right equipment, so hey. <laughs> no shots. There Seems to be a recurring. Uh, <laughs> <a> recurring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> the right equipment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so they had R and B tunes on. They had to red, switch to the See, reggae but, tune. Uh, then. Here's my thing: like people say they want these R and B parties, but they really, but don't. they don't. Because you go, you know, after two hours, people get tired of it, and it's like I want to play my full R and B, but nobody cares. 
and that's why like everybody and their mom is throwing an r&b party now but nobody really wants to hear r&b past five o'clock like or an hour and a half after. once they have a yeah they get tired and i'm just like y'all ain't real r&b heads <laughs> all right bro like, play bad and bougie, bro. like yeah right that's basically what it is we like, get it so, so anyways but anyways whatever we need to move on <laughs> yeah um okay um so obama is in his last days in office oh he's like that was morbid yeah, I mean, it is. It does feel. <laughs> no, what you said. Last days, co- pause in office. In office. <laughs> um, I mean, it's been when we were talking before we started going off um, on the mics, and Chuck was telling me a story, and it like it it sounds so crazy, but it sounds so perfect, and it it was a situation where um, Chuck said, "When was the party?" It was like a. Um, yeah. So there was like a ball. It was like a gala. Oh right? yeah. Oh, yeah. That last party. The last yeah. party, yeah. So Man, that looked fine. Right, right. So it was like 75, 80%, you know, just all black filled the room. They had the, had the music going. Chuck even said, so uh, who was saying it, Chuck? What's what's the name of it? Oh, Will Packer. That's right. He was saying that they literally went late night, was serving chicken and waffles, nice. yes. and had Hennessy flowing yes. throughout the whole entire party. Wasn't like, D Nice DJing that joint? That is nice. fucking amazing. Oh, shit. Like that's some shit you will never see. I don't know if I'll ever see in my life or here. Till four a.m. The White House was jumping. <sighs> I was like, oh. swag surfing out that bitch. <laughs> they literally were. Did you yeah, see that video? video? Oh, I was like, oh yes. I saw the video. Yeah, I mean, do y- y'all have any parting memories of Obama? That, like that's the last right. Memory, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like what to go out? I mean, like yeah, like nothing like to you know no shortcomings of what he's done in the last eight years. But like if that's how you gonna go out, right? Shit, like go out the blackest way you can go out, right? right? You yeah. know what I mean, like that's the blackest thing we're gonna see in that house. Yeah, and you know we do that on a daily basis, but to see it on such a high scale, the mm-hmm. highest, the highest scale, and the the, the man with the most power in the world coming down to our level right like, that's fucking incredible right i mean that's crazy all right so. i'm excited to see what he does like out of office honestly because i feel like he he can have more influence not president <laughs> because it's like more freedom too. yeah for sure what he wants yeah. right. so i'm excited to see like how he is outside of office i think he's gonna it. be the same cool you know, well put together cat. I don't think he's just gonna be like this 180. Like, oh, I mean, like as far as like policies, oh, yeah, like yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah. politically, like yeah. what he can do out of office, yeah. like because obviously he's still gonna be you know involved in some way, or maybe you know he'll become like a golfer or something. He'll know. definitely dip, have whatever he have does, those, he can do it because he's he's done enough. Like, yeah, he <laughs> enough. he's like bah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had I'm going to yeah. DR. I think I think he did. <laughs> I think he did say that he was like, "I'm going to get away for a year. Like you won't hear nothing from me for about a year, but I'll resurface in some way." Got to. I think that's his plan, but uh, the way this presidency that's about to happen is working out. I think that he won't be able to. I mean, at the end of the day, like that ain't as crazy as it sounds. That ain't his responsibility, right? Right. My nigga, like y'all made that choice, not my department. Not my department. I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame him if he like if he dropped off the face of the earth. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. dude, you do just went com- right. complete laissez-faire, hands right. off, and be like, it might actually be better for him because he you just let you gotta decompose, like, let gotta, everything happen, yeah. not hear anything from him, and then him just show your face like, miss me yet? Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So um, like you ever leave a job and they go to shit, you feel like you need to go back and fix exactly. it. Fuck out of here. Exactly. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> I ain't getting no consultation for peace, that. niggas. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's 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 definitely been a good ride. It, it, and it's unfortunate because, I mean, it, it feels like in his first term, his first four years, he couldn't be as black as he wanted to be because he was still fighting. He would have had an uphill fight for that second term. Mm-hmm. And then once he got that second term, he's like, all right. He did it the right way. Right. Mm-hmm. right. I mean, he tried. It was uh, all the way up. I think he went like a year or two. Then the Henry Louis Gates thing happened. Where uh, the, the the professor got stopped by the white the white officer and arrested outside of his own that's house. That's when they had the beer gate, right? and that's when he said that the cop acted stupid. And then that's when white people were like, like his approval ratings from white people dropped. This happened. They haven't. They didn't rebound ever since then right. for like six years. You know. So, I mean, yeah. what are you gonna do, black man? White's gonna white. White's gonna white. White's gonna white. Call it what it is. <laughs> I told my white friends though. Uh, right, and my employer. Hey, I'll <laughs> be tripping hey, sometimes. Diablo Empire, love y'all. Yeah, um, yeah, on an even blacker note, um, how about those Golden Glows, Dave? That was amazing, bro. Yeah. That was amazing. That was mm-hmm. amazing. I think uh, for me, watching that shit, and I me, mean, I know I watch a lot of TV. Oh, good TV. Um, <laughs> it was trash, but uh, <laughs> just like seeing that, like confirming that if you actually like give black people like non-traditional shit, like where we're not just like being ratchet on TV, right. give us a chance to show our like creative side that like as a network you'll win, you know, like. And I think this is confirming, and I think that's it's, it's it proves well for the future and these new writers and new film directors and new show you know show producers and stuff like that. I mean, you got Tracy Ellis Ross who won um, Best Actress in the Comedy. Um, you got you know whole Atlanta winning. You know, mm-hmm. I, Best Actor, man. Best Series, not Best New Series, right? Best Series yeah, yeah, yeah. for and in, in their first season. And it's crazy because it's like eight it's, episodes, right? Yeah, it was like eight it's, episodes. It was such validation. Oh, wow, it was such validation, and I and I knew it as soon as I heard this white dude that was next to me at a tasting say, "You know what's my favorite show, Kenny?" I'm like, "What?" He said, "Atlanta." I said, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> what? Medina. Yeah, I appreciate you so much for that, bro. Um, yeah, it was, it was validation because Atlanta was a and it's it's like reminiscing back on past episodes because I remember when y'all two went to. The premiere, oh, the yeah. first two episode oh, yeah. premiere for Atlanta, and came back raving about the shit. I'm like, all right, now I definitely got to catch the shit. Whole theater was crying, laughing, bro. yeah, crying, laughing, yeah. And then he like, we thought like, yo, I don't know if this can get any better than this, and worried that it would take a turn and be trash. Nah, it just kept getting better. I mean, going up to like the club episode with the mm-hmm. Nigerian dude just disappearing behind the wall and shit. <laughs> all that shit was just too relatable. Everything exactly. was so Oh, right. that yeah. club like episode. <laughs> club. Jesus Christ, the club episode. Man, when old boy fucking disappeared. Disappeared in the wall? <laughs> like, where the fuck did you go? Yo, that shit had me rolling. Nah, that shit happens too often. <laughs> too like, often. That, that shit happened the, to me The club episode. The um, <laughs> the, the jail episode, the when jail he, episode, jail episode. Oh, oh see. yeah, when he went out to dinner with Shorty and couldn't. Oh, oh. And, and the waitress party, was like trying waitress, to up yeah, sell like, everything. Like, shut bitch, up. Shut up. <laughs> Does that happen to y'all? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes absolutely. That has, that has happened. You go yes. out. You go out with like a, a thought in your mind. Like, okay, this is a how much. Set I'm, price. Yes, this is how much I'm spending tonight. All right. And then, and then she's like, you know what? I haven't drank in a long time. And, and like, oh, like, okay. what you gonna say? No, <laughs> no exactly. <laughs> you don't want to be that guy because yeah. then she's gonna be talking about you on Twitter. And then like the this episode night. where him and um, <laughs> was it Darius? 
They uh, I forgot, I forgot homeboy. Oh, I forget his name. But they're chasing like he's literally chasing money around town. Oh, when he's oh, trading yeah. phone. Yeah. Like, he's like, all right, phone, give me your for phone the dog, for the, the sword. Dog, for the I'm sword. Like, yeah. Yo, my nigga. <laughs> he said, I thought. He's like, like, I gave you, I gave you more money. You wanted more money. He was like, nigga, I don't have time to chase. I'm broke, <laughs> yeah, my bro, nigga. Yeah, but like that. Have, but that message was was hit no, it was so yeah, hard. Right, right, it was right. like, I'm broke. I don't I have need, time for investments, dog. I need this shit right now. I need to flip right now. So everything that. Sure they put wild. on that screen at some point you was gonna relate to yeah. Yeah. yeah it was humor but it was real life shit yeah. that smacked you in the face in yeah. between it yeah. it was just it, 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 like I said it's, it's great validation like Dave said that black creativity can be put on a main stage shine and it's like oh okay and we, have value and meaning to it exactly yeah. mm-hmm. and only green lights more um Green light, flip it to moonlight. See, I didn't see moonlight. I saw moonlight. I didn't see it either. I haven't Great seen film. it either. Really? Yeah, Great film. yeah Great. I gotta watch it. And like a friend of mine, her name is Jazz, and she's a she's a, a writer, show writer in, in L.A. And I was out in L.A. Um, and she was like, "I want you to come see this movie with me." And like now, it's like it's Sunday. No, it's Sunday, and it's the middle of brunch. Right. And she's like, and I'm fucking drunk. She's yeah, like, okay. "Hello, naturally." I right. <laughs> I want you to see this movie with me. Just give me two hours. It's like five o'clock. So I'm right. like, all right, and it's raining. I'm like, Jazz, like, we're over here at this this brunch party. It's LA women. I'm not out here a lot. <laughs> yeah. Say no more. I, I gotta Say really no more. give you up my time, you know, <laughs> properly. She was like, No, just do me this one favor. Had she seen it yet? She had not. Okay. But she knew exactly what it was about. So yeah. she was like, you know, I know guys like you aren't gonna wanna watch this movie. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Mm-hmm. She was like, and I knew what Moonlight was about. I'm like, okay, like, you know, homophobic, you think I'm homophobic. Right. I'm not. So I'm like, all right, I go see the movie, and I'm just like, it was just hitting with every little message, every little Dang. part, like just from you know the kid not the kid having um, his mother being dealt drugs by this random dude who picked him up off the street and was right. taking care of him, to the homosexuality, to like how you can tell you know from a young age, like little you know little things that you know kids say and teenagers say how you could pick it, you know you pick it apart. You know, I don't want to really spoil it. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, say it in my own way, but you guys have to see yeah. this this movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, really, with it really with happy. it being set up for um even for I I mean the Oscars are coming up right around the corner yes. too. So I mean that's like for it to win best film and it was looking sketchy at at, 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 at first because they handed out damn near every single award and it didn't get any. It, was, it looked like it was about to get left out. Yeah. Um Dog, fucking La La Land swept. That swept, shit is man. so trash, dog. Is it? Is it? I watched 20 minutes of it and I was like, if you don't get this But do you like musicals? All right. I like Ryan I love Gosling. musicals. Oh. I love musicals. Like I grew up on theater and shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, you thought it was bad. I did not like it. It so was so from a place of like actual Yeah, the music wasn't good. And like, you know, I'm a guy who like I To love... its credit, you said you only watched twenty minutes of it. I mean But yes. he comes from theater. He comes from that background. Yeah. yeah so like, that's fair. I, I like I love Chicago as much as I love Idlewild. You know what I'm saying? Like I like the dynamics of it and I just felt like it was just a very sad attempt to try to modernize you know what I'm saying, like musical theater, and I just, and then they just gave it all of this shit because of the people who were in it. You know, Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling, yeah, Ryan Gosling, and they, so it's like, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna watch both. As yeah. Lo said earlier, white how white be whiten, whites be whiten, whiten how they be. But see, then like, all right, so now I feel bad because I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see. I like, it I like Ryan Gosling. I don't think I that. Like yeah, you Stone. should definitely go see it. I, I think that. See, yeah. I don't. I don't think that. Uh, you but can't I also have don't a, come from a background of, of right. Of you know, you, you can't have like a, a you know, and even me, I'm having like a, a kind of like a, a slanted view on it, and I only saw 20 minutes of it. I just could not take it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, is that cheesy or is this like yeah, it's cheesy. Okay. It's cheesy. I mean, it's cheesy. It, I could tell. It, it looks it, cheesy. It looks right. cheesy. It looks I knew cheesy. that's what it was. Like, I wasn't ready for a serious. 
drama musical like oh rent or yeah something. like i was i was ready for them to be flying through the <laughs> air just saying no, please, don't. Shit. <laughs> please don't start please don't start you get that song in your head you don't Duh. lose it for a week <laughs> but um did you guys see fences yes i saw fences this weekend matter of yeah. fact i haven't seen it yet i saw it too. oh man fab you saw my tweet i was i like, saw it two days ago man I, I, Something about hearing Denzel say the word nigga. It's like, <laughs> yo, what's wrong with you? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. What's wrong with you? I like it. I like it. No, Fences was good. Fences was good. Um, Viola Davis won uh, Best Supporting Actress um, from the Golden Globes for Fences. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she played a, a good role. Mm-hmm. I read the book um, a while ago. I might have read the book. I had to read the book when I was in like grade school. Right. That's what I read the book and I've seen other iterations Grade school of made you play. read that book? Yeah. Damn. Yo, August Wilson. Like if you went to a good school, yeah. yo, August Wilson is a is a legend, man. Like, if, so if you did go to a good school with a good literary program or at least good lit, I did, like good lit teachers, I did. Was white. I read Great Gatsby and fucking hey, hey, of hey, 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 those hey, are good hey, books, hey, but hey, you know, hey. ain't no black. F. Scott Fitzgerald is one of my favorite writers, <laughs> but um, yeah, we read one of his poems, I think. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, but anyways, I mean, um, I I think that uh. Usually, how the Golden Globes are set up, like a lot of people who probably will not get Oscars end up getting. You like, think so? Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. fan vote versus the Golden Globes fan is vote. Like, yeah, I and think Oscars that. The Academy. Denzel yeah, did you hear Jimmy around. Fallon's um, opening remarks? He was like, "The Golden Globes, where the popular vote actually matters." <laughs> oh, shots! Yeah. Bullet. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't watch the actual Golden Globes. I just watched the recap. Yeah, oh. I can't do it. I'm not a big. Not a film buff. Yeah, I'm a I'm, I, don't get me wrong. I'm a film buff, but I can't just sit there and watch people get awards for movies. Uh-huh. On I did it because my job had like a watch party, so I was doing it with like free Moet and popcorn. Oh, yeah. even better. <laughs> yeah. <it's> free Moet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if I must, if I right. must, popcorn too. Love it. Yeah. So you don't think it'll carry over into the Oscars? No. Moonlight success and I think Moonlight. Moonlight's gonna it clean will. up. I think Moonlight definitely. Um, Denzel might catch one. Another one? You think La La Land will keep will continue? Winning? Hell yeah! I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but it's so there's way more categories. Yeah, they can, They're gonna win a musical. Yeah, right. absolutely, yeah, they're absolutely. Get something. Yeah, they're gonna get stuff, but they're not gonna clean up like how they did at the, the Golden Globes. Okay. Like that. Okay. But yeah. Shout out to Meryl Streep though. Yes. Yeah. Viola Davis's like intro to that yeah. was just like, if I wanted to be an actress, like watching Meryl Streep would be my reason. Exactly. It's yeah. she's just like. Fantastic. Meryl yeah. Streep cleaned that fucking that speech the, up. Yeah. <laughs> she cleaned the stage. Name. Yeah, that was a beautiful intro. Yeah, how she was pinpointing that, everybody that, and how what they were doing. That was act. definitely a Hovey shot. That was a Jay Z shot. That was a beautiful shooting speech. at somebody without saying their name. And yeah. she did that shit like lost her voice and all that shit. Right. Beautiful. Even <laughs> what um what uh, Donald Glover said yes. backstage, not even on stage. Oh yeah, yeah. The, uh, when they asked him about what do you say backstage about the magic and about the yeah. kids like believing in something and having that that innocence and not taking that away and if you have to believe something you know if you have to believe in something right. mm-hmm. you know capture that pure magic and like he ended off like saying like there's a lot of bullshit going on right now so it's like yeah. that was you know everybody backstage had a very very good good speech Bob Davis had a good one mm-hmm. um, you know Donald had a good one but Meryl Streep's you know on stage speech was just beautiful yeah yeah and like a sucker he took the bait oh yeah he took the bait <laughs> I can't believe mm-hmm. uh, I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. It's just like yeah. what the hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that was good. People are like, oh, can we? We don't want you to keep tweeting like this, right. bro. Idiot. This is what y'all pay for. Mm-hmm. Anyways, 
speaking of suckers taking a bait. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, y'all buying this pay per view of of Ken Soldier? So, is it gonna nah, be? No, it's. I'm not. about to be streaming that shit like a motherfucker. That shit is such as like bozo. It's bozo. so stupid. It's very bozo behavior. It's so stupid. This it's, is it's like mindless bozo. entertainment. It's real time like Kanye <laughs> versus Fifty. But like, no, but see, you know like, I mean? that like, had purpose see, though. Yeah, that had purpose. Like, yeah, we were but, into that because, like, one, they both made good music. Two, mm-hmm. it was like a friendly wager where it was like entertaining. Like, oh, who's some people sell thought them that up? was real beef though. Like the younger people. So I feel like this is feeding to the younger generation. <laughs> of, like, yeah, is. I want to see people fight because this is the world star generation. But then Chris, not Chris, but then what you call said he was like, yo, I don't have any real beef with anybody. This, this is what Soldier Boy was saying. I don't no. have any real beef with anybody. This is entertainment. Fifty's my big homie. Floyd's my big right. homie. Blah 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 blah. After everything he did on Snapchat and Instagram and all this shit. So that's why I'm just like, are we f- going to continue on right. perpetuating, perpetuating yeah. this shit and really like buy tickets, really like write think pieces about it, really Ugh. like talk yeah, about it? Like, right. are we really going to keep doing this? Or you could just cap it off by just giving charity money to your favorite charity right. and call it a fucking day. Right. Right. And then scrap behind <laughs> doors and then that be that. Because whoever loses is going to get embarrassed. Take the L. It's going to be upset. Because they both got huge ass fucking egos, and then where does that leave us? You know, it would be great if they bought back. Um, what show is that? Celebrity. Celebrity. Celebrity yes, yeah. that would be really great. And then let it, yeah, let them box it out on that. But yeah. it's so fucking corny because like their egos are so huge that once somebody loses, then what happens? I mean, like there's already been kind of like losing going on. <laughs> oh yeah, <obviously. laughs> like with this whole with this whole situation, it's just like it's just stupid, bro. It's stupid, like. Just to bring like bringing Karuchi name back in this shit and yeah. somehow Orlando Brown getting mixed up in this shit. Like I just don't understand what like how do we get here? Like I mean we got here because people watching this shit. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly how we got yeah. here. Like because people watching it and because people tweeting about this shit. That's the only way we got here. If we didn't pay attention to this shit, they feel like fucking fools. Right. And then you got Karuchi all riled up, and then you got Floyd and Fifty. To the gassing to, this, uh, gas this shit, it's like fifty <laughs> been through this shit, and you watch you watching these the young biggest niggas. trolls yeah. you know I mean? of all time. Really? Now, if something happened, really? then what? Like one of their yeah. homies get on the other homie. Like what happens now? Yeah, yeah. then oh, they're we, gonna feel bad, right? Then like now everybody's like, oh, we think, oh, we took it to another Man, level. Nah, nigga, y'all and that's no just fucking, a situation, another situation yeah. of our culture taking shit to a level where because some niggas don't know what entertainment be. is exactly, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. Like you're already seeing this. Like I mean. We went through this with rap, like in the early. We years. go through this with rap. Yeah, but like now you're you're talking about two dudes who have who are claiming affiliations. One we probably can be a little bit more certain on than the other. Not that any of that shit matters. Uh, to that point, we can be confident on both that neither one of them are absolutely like com- very confident on yeah, both. Like, how can you claim a neighborhood that you're not even right? So, it's but like, like even but even to say like how things can get out of hand, like. This nigga really walked in people's crib who don't have nothing. Like walked in people's neighborhood, like yo, yeah, 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 and like, like that shit. Heart. That shit could have ended way badly. And whose fault is that? That's fucking this guy, DeAndre Way, mm. fucking walking in niggas' neighborhoods like this shit's sweet. Like I don't understand. Like now, what if one of his mans got shot in that shit, or worse? You know what I'm saying? Like, and then like the thing that really pissed me off about what Soldier Boy did because he was like, he apologized for all this shit. Only because his mom was in the hospital, 
So now I'm thinking like allegedly. All right, allegedly. So I'm thinking like your mother didn't have internet before she was in the hospital. <laughs> your mom's didn't see all the nuthead shit she was doing right. before, before she was in the hospital. For the last ten years. Right. So now you <laughs> right, you know what I mean? So like now you're using your mother's illness, alleged illness as a, as a fucking as a crutch yeah. to ask why you was acting shit. crazy. Right. Cause you finally decided to answer your publicist uh phone calls. You feel what I'm saying? Like so it's like if you gonna do it, do it for like just do it the right way. Don't like yeah. don't put your family into it. Don't yeah. have niggas look. He's at a little boy. It's just so you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's childish. Man, that's bullshit. He, he a grown man. That nigga now. grown. Fuck that. Yeah. That nigga grown as shit. Nigga got his own house, own crib, own cars. Yeah, his fucking, mentality is a little boy though. Nigga got four one ks, taxes, all that shit. That nigga's a grown ass fucker. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that shit. Uh, you fill out your taxes, you a grown man. Facts. I can't. <laughs> like, one nigga, I mean, on, yeah, it's, not, it's supposed to be that way. How young I mean, that nigga is? So like, what is that Donald Trump. He is also a child. But it's like yeah, we can't keep calling it. I can't, I can't respect him. I can't respect him. Any nigga that trains on a treadmill in Jordans, I can't respect. Jordans have Yo, no that shit. Yeah, like that was, that was actually <laughs> disturbing. I'm like, nigga, I'm like when is the last time you ran anything? Nigga, when's like, the last time you lifted something? Right? Like he a, looked a like he was gonna break. Weight. He he did ass looks 97 pounds, so like a twig. Hey, he get his ass folded up though. I ain't gonna have no sympathy for him. At nigga, all. if he have a heart attack in that ring, <laughs> I have no sympathy for him. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga. Chris Brown gonna do a we've fucking seen, dance move. Right? Oh, we've like, seen we've shit. seen the athleticism and probably the fighting capabilities that this man has. I don't. It's uh, just corny, like because uh, if something bad happened, we supposed to like damn, feel bad. Nah, fuck that. Fuck both of them bozos. Right? Right? Keep the music though. One person. Music. music. Yeah, one, one person. person. <laughs> 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 yeah, so you want to keep your shit. <laughs> Fab, you got some music for us? Uh, now? yeah. What's the new beats you bring in 2017? The new beats. <laughs> <laughs> um, give me a second. Let me find it. The new two and them. The rhythm. Ooh. Um, so I want to go old school kind of artist with new school kind of song. I'm, I'm I'm here for it. It's called Still Ray and it's by Raphael Sadie. I'm about to say I thought I heard some Raphael Sadiq over there. It's uh. I'm coming home to you where something see through so I can see Night can never come soon enough for me. I watch the sky all day. Night is where I find you and peace of mind. My days are filled with grief. That's why I truly give you what you need. You love me for me Good runs all through you I can't help myself You found my weakest spot What better woman to Breathe and sleep next to That's why I'll always be with you Yes, I'm falling like the clown but I'm never down As long as you're around There will never be a dull moment for me Cause you are shining beneath me I 
Oh yeah. So that's uh Raphael C. Vibes. Yes. Yeah. Uh still Ray. Vibes. I felt like it felt right. <laughs> um I remember the first time I saw him perform, I was at Essence um festival in New Orleans, like two thousand nine. Uh-huh. Wait, what's his name? Raphael Saidi. Saidi. Um, where is he from? That's Raphael a good question. Sadiq. He's Wait, like, Sadiq. yeah. Oh, Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she, she, I was she like, where is he? Yeah. I was Sadiq. Different. I'm like, Sadiq. Sadiq. Oh, okay. Sadiq. Sadiq. Yeah. No, my, my bad. bad. Um, no, I was like, where is he from? I don't know his Co- hometown. Coffee Brown, too, right? <laughs> I'm like, okay. Huh? Yeah. He has like anniversary. Like, so I saw him perform live, and I was like, it's like he starts singing all these songs, even the songs that he wrote that he not didn't mm. necessarily like sing for himself, and you're like, yo, yeah, like baby face mm-hmm. levels yeah, yeah, and yeah. people are just like huh what's going on <laughs> so yeah that after i saw him live i was like oh okay and then i was happy to see that he's releasing new music okay. um so i want to segue into low being here oh, okay um i want to know well for people that don't like know like your background and before uh, time <laughs> before like hosting and all that stuff like how did you kind of like start and like get in and, and uh, you heard that new and like everything like that. Um, what's your what's your story? So let me try to f- fragment it and break it down. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I went to school at Howard University and I had a show, um, had a radio show for about three years. And in between those years, I did um internship at Bad Boy okay. Entertainment. So um, I was a junior assistant, junior executive assistant um, for Puff. So uh, a friend of mine who went to Howard as well, name is Derek. He worked in the A and R department, mm-hmm. and this was right around the time that Mace was making his first comeback, and um, he had like got the album, like, like Welcome early. Back, Mace. Or? Welcome Back, yes, Welcome Back, okay. Mace. He had got the album early, mm-hmm. and he handed it off to me. So I used that project to like kind of start relationships around the city, mm-hmm. like giving some of the music to the DJs and. You know, all that type of stuff. So when I graduated, um, I had started the website You Heard That New. Mm-hmm. Um, because I thought, since I was so good at radio, I'll have a radio job as soon as I got out of college. And lo and behold, reality punched me in the face. I had to work for a hotel. And, you oh, know, yeah. yeah, I got humbled really quickly. So, <laughs> you know, through my relationships in college and then, you know, after that, you know, um, with Envy, Clue, Big Mike, um, K-Slay. Like, just like those little relationships that I had online. Mm-hmm. Um it's nine o'clock uh, that's all <laughs> um, you know led me down a path to um doing the website so i would post like a lot of exclusive stuff you know i got relationships with uh miss info and then bt hired me to be a music journalist um in 2008 so i did that for three years got laid off in like 2011 and then just kept doing the the website and little odd jobs here and there like mm-hmm. internships and like interviews and like you know hosting stuff like the hosting stuff came like maybe two or three years later but you know the um the website just came from me having music that no one else had because of the relationships i had from my bad boy internship Mm -hmm. how long did you like kind of run it by yourself um i ran it it started in 06 so i ran it by myself from about 06 to 09 after i got hired at bt oh wow because i couldn't really i was doing it by myself when i was at you know the the whole the front desk i was a front desk manager so i was like Checking guests in, and during the downtime, I would like blog, and oh, you know, I used to get in trouble all the time for great. that shit. But <laughs> it was like, you know, I, and I worked like three to eleven. So at eleven o'clock at night, I come home, updated, updated, wake up at like maybe ten or eleven o'clock, updated until mm-hmm. I went to work, 
went to work, updated, updated, updated. So like it was a 24-7, 365 thing that I was doing yeah. while I was working my day job. That's crazy. So yeah, that was that was like the the start. Yeah. Where um, then and now like do you source your new music from? Um, well, now that I have the radio show at Beats One, like I get mm-hmm. a lot of that. I get a lot of music from there oh, that I don't necessarily you know would be exposed to mm-hmm. um still through you know emails and you know showcases and um you know people at labels like trying to see like you know what do you think of this you mm-hmm. know give it a listen you know maybe you could help you know help us promote it whatever whatever but um i try to get it in unusual places because of like the reach that i have now mm-hmm. you know i try to you know just listen to different shows on beats one or just you know with our playlist you know taking different artists yeah you know there's like an artist named Odessa that I'd never heard of, you know, um, who else? Uh, fucking, you know, Sampa, never heard of him before I got the job. Oh, wow. Um, who else? Uh, Georgia Smith, she's from London. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ Tracy, he's from mm, he's yeah. from London as well. Um, this other girl, her name is uh, Stefan Don. She's from South London. Uh, real dope, like, she's like the young ma of london oh really yeah she's got a dope ass joint called real ting you guys got yes it. yes yeah, that's it. yo yeah she'd be like fuck yo the video's crazy the video's crazy right it's just yeah, yeah. mad girls yeah, in exactly. the video yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's talking wild tough like yeah i would she's, say i mean young amaze thing but i would more so say this is like their first uh like a Nicki minaj mm-hmm. like a, a girl who's spitting who gets recognition from all of the male rappers yeah the, like a lot of the like like crept and conan those guys have been wanting to jump on the real ting yeah uh rick remix or whatever like yeah yo she's her shit is hard yeah her shit is real, real hard. yeah so it's just like, like a lot of artists like you know Sturgill Simpson like um just like those guys that I'd have never ever 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 heard of that mm-hmm. I listen to constantly and that you know you go back in their catalog and you find different artists within them right you feel what I'm saying so yeah. you know the the Beats One job is like the best thing that could happen to me because one it's my dream job because radio is what I graduated school for right mm-hmm. and then um you know being around ebro getting exposed to zane and julie and just being on radio and having that experience mm-hmm. and you know being tapped into different fucking countries and hearing their music yeah you know what i'm saying that's so, the best like, part honestly extremely and um and you know just like i just love to do it so yeah can you um maybe just kind of give us like a brief story of how that happened i mean because we we see how i mean obviously things like organically progress right and how they do and if you're networking in the right things people keep you in mind uh when it's time for somebody to like you know headhunters like oh yeah. oh yeah i know that guy he does a really good thing over there you yeah. know in any industry that you're doing but like with you you were doing it in such a, a poignant way how did that like relationship maybe was built and how did they like contact you? Like it was it was Apple. two it was two entries. One entry was um guy named Carl Cherry. Um he's really big at Apple Music now. He was my boss at BET back in 08. Mm. Okay. And me and him always had this connection, you know, you know, big homie, little homie type thing. You know, he was at SOHH, if y'all remember that website. Oh yeah. He was one of the editors Source over there. You know, you know, MTV, XXL, like he's been he's touched every publication. So I remember a couple years ago, he was like, yo. You know, Beats One is gonna. Apple has this big, big project coming, and I'm gonna keep you in mind for it. Now, you know, if you've been in the industry for a minute, you know niggas be saying like, "Yo, I got something coming for you." Da-da-da. I'm like, mm-hmm. "All right, whatever, cool." But it was him, so I trusted his judgment. I'm like, "All right, you know, I'm gonna wait till it comes." So, you know, as the years progress, I'm hearing like little trinkets of like Apple's doing this, and they're gonna be doing that. He would just keep hitting me like, "Yo, it's coming!" Like, I'm gonna mm-hmm. hit you. Just be ready. So, um, fast forward to last year and a half ago around 
April, March or April. Me and Ero have a great relationship, and I hit him because I wanted to, you know, do some on air shit at High ninety seven. So, mm-hmm. made an air check, and I was like, "Yo, Ebro, like, I'm really, really serious about this shit. Like, you know, can you take a look, take a listen to this, and let me know what you think, and if there's any, you know, opportunities, I'm open overnights, whatever it is." He was like, "Hold off on that. I got something way bigger for you. Like, just hold off. Just, oh. just give me like a month." And this is like a month before they announced yeah. Apple Music. Oh uh, wow! Or it's like two months before they announced Apple Music. So he's like. He put me on the phone with this guy named Warren G. Uh, Warren, Warren G. G. Like, I'm just gonna call him Warren G. <laughs> Not me, Warren, Warren G. Puts Some me on the guy. phone. Yeah, puts me on the phone with this guy named Warren G. I'm at Ricardo's, you know, at dinner, and they call me, and it's like an on it, like an interview, like in in the street. He was like, "So, what do you do? And what have you done? And if you know, if we were gonna find new music, where are we? Like, they're just asking me all these questions. Ebro's on the on the phone. He was like, "Just answer these questions straight up." So, you know, we have, you know, have the interview and I'm just like, what the fuck was that? He was like, just stay by your phone. Just be ready. That's mm-hmm. all they kept telling me after every phone call. Be ready. Little shit. <laughs> so then like, you know, maybe weeks, a couple weeks later, I get these emails of like, um, like a, it was like a script. He was like, Matt, you know, memorize this script. Act like you're going to read it on air. We're going to call you at two o'clock FaceTime and we're going to do an on air interview with you. That shit went on for like three weeks, right? So I'm like doing this shit every like every Monday they would call me. I'm at my other job going into somebody else's office, like reading the shit, like trying not to be too loud because if people hear you, they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you so loud? Whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing this shit. I'm doing this shit. So after the third week, I'm like, all right, like what is this? Like, cause I'm kind of nervous. He was like, oh, don't worry about it. You already got the job. So I'm like, what job? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> So they finally break it down to me. He's like, all right, you're going to be an on-air personality for Apple Music. Now, before that, I had to sign non-disclosure agreements. Right. Mm. I had to sign like at least 10 papers saying I wouldn't say anything, not even to my parents, not to nobody. Mm. I didn't know they were starting a radio station. Right. I just knew it was like Apple Music. That's all I knew. Right. So they said, all right, like you got the job. You're going to be paid this much and you can relax. Like you got the job. So I'm like, y'all niggas didn't even tell me what the fuck the shit is. Like, y'all just had me reading scripts like every Monday. Right. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I got the job. Still don't know what job I got. The next day, I get 10 emails from Carly Hustle. You know, Carly Yeah. Hustle. It's fucking direct deposit forms. It's W-2s. Oh, it's fucking health insurance. It's all this shit Damn. from Damn, Apple. Health insurance in that? Like, all like, benefit, <laughs> the benefit package. It's all this shit from yeah. Apple. Damn. And they're like, fill this shit back up and send it back to us. In two days. So, like, I have, like, 30 pages of, like, Apple documents at my other job. And my man was like, what is, what do you, why do you have Apple Incorporated? Like, what are you doing? Like, hey, remind your business, bro. I'm like, nigga, like, if I could tell you, I would, but I, I can't. <laughs> right. So, I'm like, I'm, like, I just got a new iPhone. Um. Right, yeah. So like, <laughs> I'm filling all this shit out, filling all this shit out, filling all this shit out. And, you know, come June 8th, they announced, you know, Apple Music has a radio station, Ebro, Zane Lowe, Juliet Anuga. And everybody's looking at me like, this is what you're a part of? I'm like, I guess. Like, yeah, like this is, that's my new, that's my job now. So July 4th was my first day on air ever. Like, Oh, I remember this. I remember this. July 4th was my first day. Everybody's at like brunch bounce and like yeah. out of town. And I'm fucking in the studio just like that. nervous as shit. Oh. Like, don't know what the fuck is going on. I didn't realize the, the, the reach that these, this station had, like a hundred countries. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Like a hundred fucking What's the countries. numbers on that? They don't even tell us. Damn. They don't tell us those numbers. Like, that's the crazy part. They don't tell us who's listening, how many people listening, when they're listening. Like, they just, like, just do the job. Yeah. Like, right. just have sure. fun with it. Like, that's the beautiful thing about it. It's like a gift and a curse, but 
they were like, yo, just do the job because if you worry about the numbers, it's going to affect your performance. Mm-hmm. That's, that's true. So I'm like, all right. So like July 4th was the first day. Um, I'll always remember that. And that was that, that year we had Henny Palooza in Bermuda and I had to stay back. Yeah. So and I was, didn't have a problem with it at all. Um, but yeah, like that, that, that's what, you know, that's the story behind me linking with Apple. That's crazy. It's crazy because, um, like I knew you were on Beats 1. I wasn't sure like what time your set was until I was at work and one of my coworkers, he's from, um, London Mm -hmm. and he listens to Beats 1 all the time. And one time I, I started hearing your voice and I was like, wait a minute I was like like, you listen to this all the time he's like yeah I love Beats 1 and I was like like, I'll tell people all the time like they still don't get it it's like well where's your show like cause our shows are they call me a connector like Ebro has his show Julie has her show and Zane Lowe has his show so my slot is every Wednesday and Thursday I started out on Sundays but then they promoted me to Wednesday and Thursdays Mm -hmm. so every um, Zane has his show from uh, 11 o'clock no, yeah, eleven o'clock, um, LA time, mm-hmm. right? So my show is eleven o'clock Eastern time, mm-hmm. right? So I go an hour, eleven to twelve, and then we go right to to um, I'm sorry, nine o'clock. We go right to Zane's show. Zane has a two hour slot from nine to eleven mm-hmm. in LA, and then I'm back on from two to three. Okay, and then Julie has her show in, for two hours, and then Ebro has his show, and yada yada. So right. they have me like there's like there's two other people who do connector hours here in New York, and then. In LA they have five and in London they have seven. Okay. So there's like all like me all around the world. Right. And then like we just play we don't necessarily get to put the songs that are on our playlist, but we hear them so much, we're so familiar with all this music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It could be Steph Don, it could be Sturgill Simpson, it could be fucking, you know, uh Charlie XCX, it could be mm. fucking Big Sean or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we play all these songs. We talk about the, the music, the news. We give like tour updates and interview updates and stuff like that. So we have to curate our own our own breaks and whatever. Right. That's so that tight. makes us it makes us more knowledgeable about the artists, mm-hmm. about the type of music we're listening to, where the artists are at in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to cater to who we're talking to. We're not just talking to people in New York. I'm right. talking to somebody in Paris. I'm talking to somebody in Zimbabwe. I'm talking to somebody in Indonesia. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. never in a, in a million years like you can talk to anybody on the internet. But to actually talk to somebody live on air is a completely different monster. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you I've, can't mess up. You can't, like, you got to have your shit right. I've always wondered, because um, I listen to, man, I mean, I'm Apple guy. Mm-hmm. So, like, but, like, I definitely listen to the joint. And I'm just like, is there a lot of pressure? Like, especially for those dudes on, on the weekend mm-hmm. who go after, like, a selection yeah, or yeah, yeah. or after OVO sound when they just fucking drop some fire. Yeah, like. Yeah. It, do you are you aware of the pressure or like even Zane Lowe and Ebro they get a lot of fucking premieres yeah and Julie too like they get a lot of premieres of just like some hot ass shit like is there pressure like damn he just played that new Big Sean There's a, it's funny we um the day it was pop style and one dance uh huh mm. Drake had dropped that shit out of nowhere so I think it was it was either Zane or Ebro that had to pop in like during my show mm-hmm and play the record, right? So they had to like, you know, bring it back like four or five times, whatever. So then they brought it, they gave it, they gave the show back to me. So now I have to like, people who are just chiming in, I got to now introduce the record. Like it's literally just the first time or like the first five times we're hearing it. Damn. So now I'm kind of like, I'm telling my friends like, yo, I'm about to play the new Drake. I'm about to play right. the new Drake. Mm-hmm. So like that kind of pressure because you don't want to fuck it up. You know, we didn't know if it was going to be on the album. We didn't know where it was coming from. We didn't know if, you know, 
if Jay was really on the on the song or whatever. So mm-hmm. like you gotta keep that shit in mind because we're you know, we're funneling that information to a hundred countries. Right. And we may know like what's going on, but someone in Paris doesn't understand, you know, the logistics behind why those songs are coming out, why they're so important. Right. So like stuff like that is like you gotta be real cognizant, you gotta be on your shit. But it's also a cool fucking experience because I love I would love to debut a fucking Drake record. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's that, nuts. And that's the that's the beautiful part about radio and like about me doing radio because I grew up on listening to Clue and I grew up listening to Flex and I grew up listening to K Slay and all of them like when they dropped records on the Monday Night mm-hmm. Mixtape or the Funk Flex show or mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? Like that was my era and that was like the stuff that I really, really grew up on. So for me to have to do that or be able to do that is a fucking blessing. Word. That's yeah. tight. You guys are in question. Man, um, <laughs> I mean, I feel like you definitely, <laughs> no jokes. I mean, there's always a joke about you having a hat on at all times, but like, <laughs> you are a man of many hats, you know. Um, and just to <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I may or may not have done it on purpose. <laughs> but, um, Dave was waiting on that. Dave has hats too, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I have hats. I have hats. Uh, but I like, like Kente cloth hats. More, uh, okay, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that would hurt. That would hurt. No, but um, uh, more like figuratively, like you have, you know, these things, these different outlets going on for you to get, you know, like different passions out. I yeah. mean, um, I mean, everybody knows you for any Palooza. Yeah, that does the thing, you know. But with trap karaoke, um, I see the. I mean, you guys did um, you guys did All Star Game. Yeah. <laughs> How do you go about like, or how, how you know? I, I understand like with the Apple Music thing, there's like you kind of had to, it was like a lot of sit and wait, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And but what I see from that, as far as like taking what I take from that, is that you know, like you know, God always blesses the prepared. Yeah, you know, yeah. if you always, if you always ready, I mean, Ti says, stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like if you're ready, you know, if you continue to prepare yourself and continue to like you know keep building yourself, whenever those, whenever your jersey number call, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to go re- ready to put up points. Um, but with like something like Tribe Karaoke, where you guys basically have just figured out, I don't want to call it a formula, but you, you understood the landscape so that if you're going to bring something new in, now you have a better understanding of how to present it to the world. Yeah. But then you have companies like BET and, you know, the NBA All-Star Game. Like, how how are those? How did that come about, you know? Um, so the All-Star thing was, that was like a last minute thing. Uh, shout out to Justin from uh, Game 7. Mm-hmm. He Justin Leonard, yeah. Yeah, Justin. So I'm I'm in the in the bar one night, and it's like three days before All-Star, right? And he's like, yo, you know, LeBron's having this. LeBron and Drake are having this crazy <laughs> house party. Like, right. So I'm like, okay. He's like, <laughs> having this crazy house party, and LeBron wants to do this karaoke room. And then I suggested that, you know, he we do trap karaoke like how can we get y'all up here and i'm like i'm like dude it's it's thursday like, <laughs> like it's thursday like the shit y'all want to do is like a day and a half you know ahead he was like i know i know but you know we just want to you know we got this room for y'all like it'd be dope so i'm like all right um do y'all like what do y'all need we need you to come up and host and like what is it going to take i'm like just fly me up, like, <laughs> right. like flight. it's really like a the flight. flight. I need to be in a, <laughs> a nice microphone. hotel, because like they didn't pay me because it was such short notice. Like mm-hmm. they had, mm-hmm. you know, flushed the budget out. If you just saw that fucking house and like the shit they had in it and the I things that they were doing, yeah. I'm like, y'all, all right, fine. You don't got to, don't pay me. Fine, just get me up there <laughs> and get me home. He was like, all right, you know, we're gonna fly you out Friday and we're gonna get you in there and it's gonna be crazy. So we get to the house and it's just this fucking five story crib. 
and they have a room for everything you could. They have a room just for an owl. <laughs> the it's owl got a, paid. It was the size of this room. It <laughs> was a owl. room for an owl. Then they had a room just for pillow fighting. Okay. Like a room, a size what of this room. What is my life about? And it was nothing but nothing. feathers and pillows and just these women <laughs> pillow fighting and heels and shit. Then they had the uh, a burlesque room, with, like upstairs <sighs> and just carts of alcohol. Then they had a basketball court. <laughs> then for they had a, a movie game. theater. <laughs> right. Like and this was just like on the side of the house. You're not even talking about the shit that we was involved in. So, you know, when I got there it was empty and like they had like security guards and security guards. They had just liquor on liquor, like jello shots. And they had a fucking arcade on the floor where uh trap karaoke was. So we get downstairs, they're like, you know, it has my name, trap karaoke with low key. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking incredible. So like mm-hmm. every time when you walk in, you have to see my name. So I'm like, I don't know how this is gonna go. Like, we're in the basement. Like, everybody's upstairs. Like, you wouldn't think that there was a, a floor downstairs. So I'm like, fuck, nobody's gonna come down here. Like, it's just gonna be like random bitches and just women. Random women downstairs, just like <laughs> straggling, being drunk. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, let's turn up. You know, they have like a DJ in there with me. And I'm just like, all right, cool, whatever. The first hour, this nigga LeBron comes down there. Bruh. Comes downstairs, him and his wife. This nigga is just in there for two solid hours, <laughs> just rapping away. Just like, Rapping March Madness, Bone Thugs, Amber Rose would not leave. <laughs> Fucking so then then that everybody starts to come down. So Fab comes in, Kevin Durant comes in, John Wall comes in, Kevin Hart comes in. Me and him start arguing and joking on each other. Fucking um O'Shea Jackson comes in and starts uh-huh. singing his father's song. Um uh-huh. Steph Curry came like last because they were at the All-Star Saturday night shit. So right. he came in late with his wife. He wanted to do it, but he couldn't do it. So, like, once we finally finished everything, nigga, we go upstairs and Drake is having a full-fledged concert, concert. in the living room. <laughs> a concert? A literal concert in the living room. By this time, I'm holding a bottle of Grey Goose. Okay. Naturally. Just naturally, just holding a bottle. Like, and I don't drink vodka. You look at a place if you never. Right, but I'm just so fucking, like, I'm so happy of, like, what was going on. Like, mm-hmm. me and Kaz were just, like, hosting the whole night. And I go upstairs, and it's, like, Fab is there, and Kevin Hart, and... This person and that person and Drake's on stage just doing a whole stage, a whole <laughs> like nigga, like just think, like think of upstairs and hearing fucking whatever song on Drake, one. yeah, on one. And, just like, you know, doing... and it's him on a stage. Ebro's in the corner and Scotty Beam's there, and I'm like, where the fuck did y'all come from? And it's just like you, you, you got to maximize those opportunities. You know, I didn't get paid for it, but it was a you know that I think after that that um party and that that specific party people started to understand what we were about because mm-hmm. the whole world saw it like we were mm-hmm. on tmz the next morning mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so then you know the whole bt thing that was like right that was sending around the bt awards yeah so they sponsored a five city tour with us in the month of june and we went to houston um atlanta uh la uh new york new, or- new york and new orleans mm-hmm. and black ass cities yo black ass cities <laughs> like and it was like the best time but they got it. They yeah. understood what it was. And it's like karaoke is like, it's nothing new. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're not trying to like, we're just trying to add a spoke to it. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. go to karaoke, you hear Queen, you hear Billy Joel, you hear Bruce Springsteen, you hear all these people, but you don't hear Migos, you don't hear Jay, you don't right. hear Trina, you don't hear whomever. So now we have this platform where we call it a user-generated concert where 
you, you, you can get on the stage and act a fool and act as if this is the Billboard Awards or the Grammys or the VMAs, or whatever, mm-hmm. and people cheer for you. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's and especially what's going on right now in the country for us for colored people. Yeah. We don't have a place where we can vent. We don't have a place where we can just let loose and release and in a setting where we're comfortable not being judged and being looked at. Right. You know, and we had the people that come to these shows, they understand the value of that ticket and the value of that experience. So they don't fuck up shit. They don't fight. You know, they're not act, they're not on stage acting stupid. They're right. just having a good time for three or four hours. The same shit you do when you get dressed in the morning or you're at your desk or in your car and you're walking to the train. Now you can do on stage without being judged. Yeah. Right. So that's, you know, that's the, it's the personal value, you know, of trap karaoke that people we go to these cities all the time and it sells out consistently like we're doing Detroit two nights in a row because it sold out so quick mm-hmm. we've been to Detroit at least seven times already you know we've been yeah. to Atlanta a good four times already we've been to Chicago three times already and it doesn't get old we've yeah. been that we're going to LA January 20th it doesn't get old right you feel what I'm saying so that just goes to show the testament of dedication that we have and the people who, you know, attend this shit have. Right. right. Something I love about Trap Karaoke also is, like, you get to, like, feel like you're the star. You know what I mean? Like, the way that you guys do it, and shouts to Jason, too. Yeah, because, like, like, Jason was the mastermind behind genius. this shit. <laughs> yeah, like, we, that's what we want. It's not about me. It's not about Austin. It's not about Jason. It's about mm-hmm. we go to these communities, you know, especially in Oakland, like where nothing really goes on out right. there. Right. I mean, we did this little segment about the the stuff that goes on in Oakland and, you know, the arts and like the history of that culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we did a little piece about it. We did the same thing in Chicago. We want to do these, you know, when we go to like a Raleigh or we go to a, right. a Detroit, we want to. It's not like we're just going to the city, getting your money. And we're dipping out. Right. We want to showcase like what your city's about. Detroit yeah. doesn't get a great rap. Oakland doesn't get a great rap. Mm-mm. You know, we want to come to these cities and say like, hey, this is these niggas is dope, too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Bring your shit out here, you know. Expose them and get them exposed to it. So, you know, Jason had the mindset and the and the and the you know the tunnel vision to understand what this is and what it, you know was needed. You know, DC, another great place that we go to all the time. Shout out to Blind Wino. That was the first place we traveled to, mm. and they just they love it. Like all these cities love it. We we can't really ask for anything else and, and it's for them it's not for us like mm-hmm. we have like, we have a great time turning up with niggas but mm-hmm. when these people get on that stage like you would you would think that all this pent up energy you see on stage like if you look at some of the videos it's like people are like yelling and screaming but like in a good way yeah mm-hmm. you know what I mean so you could tell like there's a release needed for these kids and these you know these young adults and you know trap karaoke is here to provide that experience right. or when's the next new york one the next New York one, unfortunately, me and Austin can't do it because we have Henny Palooza for All Star Weekend, so it's February seventeenth. Oh, okay. So you know, we're still gonna have it. I'm sure you know Jason will figure out, um, you know, replacement host and DJ. But um, if not, I'll let you guys know if if we don't keep that date. But the next one is January twentieth in LA, and then after that we go to DC February second, and then after that is New York February seventeenth. Right. That's cool. Dope. That's cool. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Henny Palooza as well. Yeah. Yes. So. One and if Fab brought this up when we were talking in the group message, it's like, so now we've talked about these brands that have supported you. You know, your your Apple supported your vision. You know, and and have trusted you with you know um you know putting their being a medium for their vision and their brand. Right. Um, the BETs and you know Game Seven and NBA and LeBron and yeah. Drake trusted you to like you know do something. On the flip side of that, you have things that you do where the brands aren't necessarily saying that, you know, they are supporting what you do right. by not companying with you, you know, like with Henny Palooza. Right. 
um, Henny C has definitely not like, oh yeah, you know, <laughs> we like those guys. You know what I'm saying? I know. I mean, they hate y'all. <laughs> I mean, to play it. I mean, yeah. Like, I'm not gonna beat around the bush. They don't mm-hmm. like us. They don't fuck with us. They don't assist, help. They don't do anything. They don't lend their expertise. They don't do anything. They, we've been told by numerous people in that circle or under that umbrella that to stay away from us, to mm-hmm. not fuck with us. Mm-hmm. Wow. To, um, yeah, seriously. Other companies not to work with us. Like, we've had numerous deals or situations or activations with other companies where they were told specifically not to get involved with us. Damn. Um so what that tells us is two things. One, that we're doing, you know, a lot of things right. Mm-hmm. And two, that, you know, they're threatened. Right. And you hate know. is going to hate. Yeah. It's just <laughs> mad that they didn't think about it first, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, exactly. And um, and I get it. Like, you know, it was right under their nose. But, and I, I understand why they may not lend their, you know, or want to lend their credibility to it because if something happens yeah absolutely liability I totally understand that issue I totally get it and it's been four years we have had not one incident where anyone's been hurt killed or whatever right you know so I mean that that track record should show you that we're capable of carrying out a successful event Mm -hmm. without things happening Um, I do think it's a portion of them not thinking of it first I do think it's something that is too reckless for them um, but it's also a void a space that's been void from them. Mm-hmm. You know, they have these great activations with Absolutely. great you know situations like with Nas and the Wild Rabbit, right, and like right. all that stuff. It's beautiful, that's but separate. It's a separate thing even that separate. even like I feel like they're oh we touch the culture because we fuck with Team Epiphany, right? And shouts to Team Epiphany, Absolutely. but at the same time, there's a different group of people that Absolutely. don't necessarily fuck with Team Epiphany because. That may not be their vibe. Yeah. Or they just don't have the access they, to it. Exactly. They don't have the access to it. Mm-hmm. Not even not their vibe. They don't have the access to it. And and that's what Team Epiphany is built on. Like, yeah. it's it's not accessible to everybody in the city. And that's totally yeah, fine. I mean, that's great. That's what, that's what, makes, that's what makes their events exactly. so great, you know? But for us, because we come from that cloth of, like, we want to be, we want to rock with everybody. We want to go to right. things. That's why it works so well for us. Because, you know, we we rarely have a VIP section. Mm-hmm. If any, you know, I can count on my hands throughout the four years that we've had VIP sections. So everybody is paying the same price, getting the same, you know, amount of drinks, and you know, listening to the same DJs in the same in the same you know the same area. We don't want to you know exclude or alienate anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's called Henny Palooza because this is a party for everybody to have fun with. You know, you come to the party, you meet your girl, your guy, or whatever. You drink till you're fucking stupid, or you swag surf, whatever it is that you, whatever portion of that party, the reggae room or mm-hmm. the R and B room, whatever portion of that party you like, it's there for you, and it's always going to be there for you. You don't want to exclude anybody. So, as this goes on and as it grows, we want to want people to very be very cognizant. Like we're a party for the people, right. and we're always going to be that. You know, and I hope and I wish Hennessy would understand that, but since they don't. I think they do and I think it's a matter of like and this is across the board and what this is a whole nother topic but like you know like the grandfathered people in some of these positions even in like publications and like across the board it's not just like in Hennessy but like people are scared to lose their jobs like a certain type of person that are in the that have been at these companies for like 10 plus years they're scared to lose their jobs and but they're also scared to bet on the millennials or the young people well see the thing about it is like you secure your job when you bring in 
a situation like this. They don't get it. I they don't get that. that so, but I can see they the, think the, it's a threat. So here's the thing. So I so I work for Empire, right? <laughs> I, I, I work for I work with Diageo. <laughs> okay. So I and I've I've had a conversation with a couple of people over there at Diageo mm-hmm. um, about embracing Henny Palooza because I, I went out there for an event. Um, I went out to San Francisco for an event in August. No, was it August? It was the end of July. It was when Henny Palooza was out in San Francisco. Okay. So it just so happened I had an event, and I told a couple of people that I worked with to come out, and I brought them out to, um, to, the, to Henny Palooza in San Francisco, yeah. and then I brought so some of the execs found out that we had left and we went to Henny Palooza. Yeah. So they're like, "You went to what? Where'd you go? Henny Fest?" I'm like, well, first of all, it's Henny Palooza." <laughs> so, but but so they're they're asking me questions like, "How long has this been around?" Da 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 da, and right. I'm I'm like, they're blind to it. Some of them don't even have any have any idea about it. Yeah. But like, it leads into two things. The like you said, it's like a liability thing. Mm. They're afraid of black culture, mm. right? And that's pretty much what it is. But second of all, um, um, it, they Hennessy is viewed as a luxury brand, right? So leading into black culture, if it, black culture is associated with a luxury brand, right. it, it brings it devalues and brings the status of it down. But they right. know, but they know what that is. But like it, I don't, it, you can't go to any and and. I would. It's. I'd imagine it's like this around the country, but I know in New York because I work with a lot of accounts in New York City. Mm-hmm. You can't go to any liquor store that functions without having Hennessy. Right. They will tell you they need to buy the the thirty five case deal, the seventy five case deal of Hennessy because that is what keeps their store running. Right. If they don't have Hennessy, they will lose customers. Right. right? And right. those are typically in those the urban, urban neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like a. It's a give and take. It's a catch twenty two. I, I I wish they would embrace it. I was actually curious how you guys were able to use Henny as uh, without their I actual co signer. But that license. But, that, but that's what it is. They Henny don't, is they a don't, slang. Exactly. We make that shit up. Yeah, it's exactly. not Hennessy Palooza. And yeah. that's and that's we why we the name. So it's like we're protected. You know. So. Yeah. But I mean, it's still like you know, we still get the dirty looks, and we still get the don't work with mm-hmm. them. Like we've lost business because that's crazy. They didn't, you know. And then they turn around and throw a, a open bar for forty four dollars that of all Hennessy at the attic. Like, come on. Because it's more, <laughs> it's, it's, it's distinguished. It's not, it's not reckless or whatever. Like, right. You know, Fuck with us, shit. we're standing on stage and we're you know throwing water and having a good time. Right. Things that have been eliminated from New York City nightlife, right? Mm-hmm. And we're trying to, you know, embrace it, embrace it, and you know, trickle it down in ways that we can. But they want to do it themselves. It's selective know? vision, though, because yeah. to your point, oh, they don't see it, don't see it. Oh, okay, well, why the price of Henny still going up? <laughs> Davis pissed. I mean, no, I'm talking about per. But I'm not like. I mean, seriously though. I mean, I'm, I'm serious, like inquiry, like because like, I mean, shit. Moving to New York, I remember. I mean, I know definitely like coming from Tallahassee going to school FM like Henny was like $29 for the fifth well, I mean obviously you're gonna get that higher price in New York right. but I think it was like $37.99 when I first moved out here it, it's almost 43 right now yeah, you know it's a very they, exact number I mean but not they, <laughs> they know <laughs> they fucking know that this shit's making money he said it's 43.79 I was in the liquor store a couple days ago I'm like damn that shit's 43 I'm like exactly exactly but that's when we went to LA and we saw that shit was being sold in Dwayne Reed or CVS Magnum for sixty dollars. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But I, I mean it's the state SLA that sets the price. Yeah. yeah. The states the state liquor authority sets the price. But I mean everything everything uh, goes up though. It's not just Hennessy. I mean inflation is inflation. <laughs> Dave's like it's because of Hennessy. <laughs> oh no, no, no. My head is high. I mean, but seriously though, seriously, seriously, seriously. Like I'm just saying that they understand the effect. They understand 
they know like if they if a young ma you know is i'm a little schmiz off the henny right now and oh, did you see that bottle situation I mean, that exactly exactly <laughs> uh, that's just goes into the goes to show like people outside of the culture trying to make it. money because they they not that they understand it, but they know that there's a mind there, you know, and there's no, they understand it. I mean, they may not carry out the way we might carry it out, but right. they there's there's something to be understood about the connection. Right. And I think they get it. It's just how deep do you get it? Right. And how what, what can you do with it? Exactly. But I think everybody gets it. Like Hennessy is a staple. Whether you're white or black, you know what the fuck this shit is. Right. You know what Hennessy is and you know, you know, where it stems from and who mentions it and who drinks it and where you can find it. We all know that shit. Right. Yeah. It just depends on how you're going to infiltrate it in your circle and what you're going to do with it and what you're going to do about it. We found a way to do it in a very lucrative and an interesting way because people never have seen a party like this. Mm-hmm. People have never heard of like any, any palooza. Like mm-hmm. what the fuck is like, what is, what is that? Yeah. That's the question we get every fucking time. Every time we go to a different city, what, what is it? And I tell my parents and like, they'll tell their friends and it, what 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 is it? And it's like they're just not disgusted, but they're just like, how do you do that? Right. Mm-hmm. And I brought my parents to the one in um, the last the last one in December, mm-hmm. and my dad said something very interesting. He was like, I'm impressed on how well oiled this machine is right. because I knew you traveled and I knew you you know did the Hennessy thing and I knew you drunk out your ass, but I didn't know. <laughs> Like that's exactly the exact words. He's like, I didn't know how well put together this thing was. Like from the security to the music mm-hmm. to the you know the coat check, just like little shit he paid attention to. And I'm like, this is what we quit our jobs for. Yeah. Like you know we have positions. Like it ain't just me running on stage and this yelling is a company, shit. And, like right. this is a company. Like we have an operations manager. We have a creative director. We have a talent coordinator. We have a head of security. We have head of huh. Graphic designer, you know, head of photography. Like, these are positions that we get paid for, mm-hmm. that we lend our time and our and our days to. And he was like, this is way more than I thought. I'm very impressed with it. You know, I never meant to, like, shoo it away. Like, oh, you just right. want to go drink again. Like, no, my nigga. Like, <laughs> it's organized <laughs> drinking. It's Thank organized. you. Like, we're functioning alcohol. <laughs> Gosh, Daddy Lowe. It's my job. But it's, it's like. It's part of the position. Daddy it's part of the position. Like, they, they just saw how intense and how fun and how, you know, you know, into this, you know, into it that the city was. Yeah, and he never, you know, they never. My my mother and him just never imagined that it would be this, this intense. So, you know, right, I was there too, so I could understand if they'd never seen it before and then walked in. They walked in there, yeah, seen all yeah. three floors, going down to the reggae floor, exactly. and just the whole thing down. No, 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 no. <laughs> keep them away. Fab down that joint. I was, I was behaved. Nah, okay. we kept that time. Shit, man. On behalf of people who are still trying to figure out how to get out of that nine to five and like do non traditional shit, man. We definitely applaud you for like yeah. yeah I mean it's not a that's not an easy task like you don't you don't just wake up one day and be like yo I'm done cause like <laughs> like you just, you just don't do that quit like I don't and anyone who says that like yo just quit your job like no idiot oh uh, like those dumb panels really? oh, no just wake up and quit like if you're not happy just quit no you're not gonna just like no <sighs> you're not gonna started. fucking do that like you have to have a plan you have to have like a, B, C, like, mm-hmm. yeah. you still got to live life. You still got to pay bills. Pay bills. Right. You still got to fucking eat. You still mm-hmm. got to find some, you know, you have to have a roof over your head. Right. But if you're that passionate about what you do and what you love, you're going to find different avenues to do it. You yep. know, you're not just going to abruptly stop what makes you money. Right. You know what I mean? So I've had numerous amounts of jobs and, you know, had to be prepared to do shit and do it the right way. Like, I've made plenty of mistakes and I've made plenty of great decisions, but... Life is going to be life. Like, 
no matter what my job is. Like I can have all these great jobs. Tomorrow, all that shit can be gone. Yeah, you know, but and life's still gonna go the fuck on. Right, mm-hmm. you dig what I'm saying? So like, I have to have something, you know, ready in place. So I I say that to to say this like, prepare yourself. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, prepare yourself. Believe in the highest power that you believe in. Pray to that, and study, read, understand. You know what you're getting yourself into if you prepare to go down that lane of entrepreneurship and. You know, leading your own path because just as easy as it is to get a job, it's very easy to lose one. Oh, don't. Like you spending understand? money it's and making easier. money. Listen, we all know that shit. Easy is to lose oh, one. You know what I mean? So, you know, if you're not happy doing what you're doing, just, you know, find something that's going to make you as happy and going to keep you happy. And my mother always told me, she was like, and I would always ask my mom, like, why well, I'm not getting this position or why well, I'm not doing this? She was like, God's not ready for you to have it yet. Mm. That's all she would say to me. And I'm right. like, what the fuck does that mean? She's like, God is not ready for you to have yet. Yeah. Relax. Be patient. And the the most recent scenario is the Apple Music shit. Like, when that shit happened, she was like, God feels like you're ready for it. Don't fuck it up. Right. And it's times 10 of what you even envisioned. I didn't even think. And that's the craziest she was part, like, when you know? When it happens, he's going he's gonna to put that shit in front of you, and you better be ready for it, because Ugh. this type of shit is not going to ever happen. Not ever, but... Nah, you don't get you don't, you don't get, get a second chance like, like that. that yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So like, whatever chance that you get, whatever you're passionate about, and you're working hard to it, that it's gonna come to you. And boy, if you're not ready for that shit, it's gonna leave you right in the dust. If you're not ready, you ain't really want it. Exactly. And I was ready for it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, if you're not ready, you, you didn't want that shit. You Damn. just was talking and you know reading shit online. Like you don't want to do it. Like no, you mm-hmm. don't. So yeah, just be ready for this shit. You'll be all right. Yeah. This is a hell of a way to start the year off. Bro. Hell yeah. Jeez. Well, we appreciate you coming by, bro. Hey, listen, man. I don't come to Harlem often, but for the squad, there's something going on. Appreciate no, it. <laughs> you, there was a mic situation oh, that we yeah, had to address yeah. secretly, know, and um, then you put it out. <laughs> no, these mics you have to talk to. If you talk like this, you can't hear yeah. anything. So I was like, yeah. Last thing, any, any dope projects coming up for 2017? No, I mean, right now, we just, uh, we're getting back on the road for uh, Trap Karaoke and Henny Palooza. Um, more Beats one. Wednesday and Thursday, eleven to twelve and two to three, and then um, I mean whatever I announce or TV show. I don't, you know. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna start taking improv lessons. Hey. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, see yeah. that. Prepare yourself, bro. Prepare exactly. yourself. My exactly. mother always talking about you should be an actor. You're so funny. I'm like, you're my mother. You're supposed to tell me. I'm Aww, good. right. You're supposed to tell me I'm good at shit. But they got like, free ones. Yeah, I know. That's listen. So that probably is the next like thing that I'm gonna involve myself in improv classes. I think that. Um, Because I want to be more in front of the camera and more, you know, doing stuff like that. So I think that's the next step that I need to take. And I'm going to take it. True. Dope. So where can we find you on social media? Uh, Low key UHTN, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Same three across the board. Cool. No. Bro, you know I didn't even know that you had that website. That it was you doing the website. What? So when I followed you on Twitter, like years ago, oh, okay. when I followed you on Twitter, it was just me trying to figure out people in New York who were, you know, doing things or you know, like whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, "Yo, low key, you hating? That's dope." And then I found out that like everybody thought I was like, "Yo, that's fucking crazy." Everybody thought low key you hating meant low key you hating, and I'm just like, "Wait, yeah. really?" Everybody thought that. I didn't. 
<laughs> this is the first time like, I've ever heard this. They were like, yo, what is UHTN stand for? You hating? I'm like, what sense does that make? Because that's thought mentality. Sorry, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, oh, in the sorry. realm of clever of, of people trying to have somebody's name is that somebody's name is that Loki and you, you also haven't changed it so you I, know I mean no like <laughs> that's gonna be my my Twitter name forever cause like that's how I got my start you heard that news where yeah. everything was birthed so mm-hmm. I'd be an idiot to like I ain't fucking with that like nah that's that's what it is yeah let it ride website was it's wack. a double entendre yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I, mean, I got a couple haters but yeah <laughs> okay yeah you are hating but, exactly. but yeah that's, that's yeah the website is still active you heard that new.com yeah. um, and then just me on tour and me on radio real simple nothing crazy yeah oh Dave you got anything you're watching um I mean not really not nothing like notable all my shows oh, are off yeah, all my shows like, are off. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like fuck no, 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 TV. Man, no, no. It's like the winter break right now, right? Like, yeah. Some of the shows came back. Like a lot of that, like ABC, like funny shit, just came back. Blackish oh. and Modern Family. Oh, okay. You know what I watched the other day that what? everybody has to watch the Stretch and Bobito documentary. Oh, yeah, I've seen that already. What? Oh, uh, it's, it's, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Okay. You will yeah. love it. What it's basically it? like the doc of their radio show. Okay. Um, uh, when they were in college, and like how they basically had every rapper that mattered before like like Nas before Illmatic mm-hmm. like fuck right? yeah. Yeah, yeah like everybody Biggie. the Jay-Z Jay. and Big L freestyle okay which is like the most yeah. iconic no, yeah. 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 yeah so I liked hip hop evolution I know we were talking about it on like Twitter like we don't have people's numbers right <laughs> but we were but we were and um, Ken was like trying to get my opinion I guess somebody was mad because there weren't like enough women in it like just shut up and just <laughs> fucking like watch the I shit like I heard about it no I know but I'm just like telling that person shut up right. and watch the shit or make your own shit about women MCs like I'm tired right. of people niggas who can't do nothing have <laughs> the shit so was much, about DJs so first of all like, is unraveling I'm so upset like the nerve the nerve of people <laughs> just over I've it. never heard Fab yell this time. <laughs> oh, nah, you got it. Oh, bro, you got to let She's hella quiet, like, hey, no. No. Nah, man. I was, no, when that when I read that, I was like, nah, I'm pissed. Because, like, uh, it wasn't even really about MCs. It was about DJs that were MCs or MCs that became DJs yeah. and, like, breaking into that, like, 70s funk into basically breaking the first hip-hop records of all fucking time yeah. in New York and then L.A., and it was just like the domino effect and the story of like it was basically like this guy took a wall and like put pictures up and then like did the the fucking string with like the connecting with, it yeah. Like, yeah, yeah and it was just like bing 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 yeah. and it was perfect and go watch that and mm-hmm. if you don't like it go make your own <laughs> that's how it feels <laughs> Make your own female MC and DJ documentary. It'll be five is, minutes. Is I'm so uh, <laughs> Oh my god! I'm just so annoyed. It'll be like, and now we end but up in 2015. Look at the time. <laughs> look at the time. <laughs> I get it. Like, but but they mentioned the female MCs. Like, uh, anyways, it's fine. <laughs> oh, I, I guess I watched the um, I watched so the OA. I watched the OA uh, over the break or whatever. Since we like had the show, the OA is pretty good. The OA. It? It's the show on. Oh, I heard about it. On Netflix. He watches it. Yeah. On OA. What's yeah. about OA? It's some trippy shit. It's like it's trippy shit. Yeah. It's like <laughs> trippy shit. Like Black Mirror trippy. Nah. No, no. 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 It's like it's like what like Hunger Games type shit. No, that's the, um the one hundred. 
No, it's another one. It's that Portuguese show that's in fucking. I just watch House of Cards and be like, I'm good. Over and over. Over and over. I'm not going to get me in this rabbit hole of documentaries and shit. Nah, but you got to watch it. Nah, Black Mirror is trippy, though. I saw Black Mirror over the break. Nah, I saw one and I was like, nope. Which one? Which one? The season three. It was the one with the dude with the like memory or some shit. That shit had me floored. Which one? Season three, episode two or three. Is that the one where he did the video game? He was doing the testing? Yes. Yeah, that should have fucked you up. That shit uh, fucked me up. And yeah. I was like, okay, no thank you. I'll right. watch Stranger Things. I'm good. Nah, <laughs> the, the, the one that fucked me up was the um season the season one, but episode three, where the dude caught his wife cheating and he had to play back the shit in like from her mind on the TV because he oh, caught Yeah, yeah, the shit was bugged out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can look at each, you can look at people's um, memories. And yeah, shit. so like, yeah. I just watch reruns of the Office. <laughs> hey, <laughs> keep, it keep it Great cute. Keep it cute. I'm gonna keep it very cute. On that <laughs> it's too heavy care. of a world. I don't man. need to watch somebody, my wife cheating on TV through the mind of her like that's that's well, what, what, what she well, Okay, so look, uh, I'll break down the first episode. So the first episode. Oh, wait, uh, yeah, no, time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, can't. no shade. <laughs> no shade for me and Mary Jane. Come yeah, on today, right? right. Can you can go ahead. I, I'm always a timekeeper, so I I, I get it. Yeah, I you get can close it. the tab though. Oh, thank you. I appreciate thank you. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> was like, that sounds like a long story. <laughs> nah, he was setting it up like, all right, like how much time I got? I'm Lo got to walk through the park again, bro. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's before 10. That's before 10. You got 13 minutes. Well, you got about 13 minutes. I found the other train. I found the C train. train. Yeah, yeah that's where I came yeah, from. Straight from Port Authority. That's what Jesus I'm good. That's what I'm good now. Uh, <laughs> now not going to have me in that fucking park. Fuck that. God bless. Radio show host found dead. <laughs> <laughs> New show host. <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Y'all did this shit on purpose. Y'all trying to kill me. Y'all did this shit on purpose, yo. Right. Hey, Let's Apple, y'all hiring cuz? Hey, I'm gonna get you a show. Let's invite that nigga low here so he can get found dead in the park. Nice, Get that nigga some energy. He'll be off Found dead by Briss Bromden. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Oh, shit, Good times. Man. Right. <laughs> First episode of 2017 was dope. Um, low, we appreciate you. Um, Thanks for the tea. Yeah, absolutely. It was good? Yes. It was popping though, right? Cranberry. I told you. Green tea. See, some fancy that, that shit. That's fire. Ty took care of his niggas. I got the I appreciate that. That's what I almost cracked with the Hennessy, but I didn't. So Good job. Good hey, job. Good Stay job. strong. Yeah, Stay strong. Yeah, I only had one cup. I'm I'm curving a lot this year. Um <laughs> I swear. Um, Chuck, thanks for um, recording everything. I tried to get the Facebook live up on my phone. It wasn't working that well. We're going to try again next time. <laughs> um, well, damn. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the closing closing the tab. Um, so, President Obama is speaking right now as yeah. we speak his final speech. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle Obama spoke uh, a couple days ago, and uh, it was a dope speech. I listened to the whole entire thing. Um, I'll, the one of the, the quote that I took away from it, and uh, we'll close it out for the night, is um, the greatest limitations uh, that you have will be the ones that you place upon yourself. Um, thank you for coming by. Thank y'all for listening. Yeah. Uh, my name's Ken. I'm Fab. And I'm Dave. And you listen to the Last Call podcast. Yeah. Bye.